one. Don't be nervous. Go ahead. And welcome to a fresh episode of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Riley, alongside my lovely producer, Taylor Robinson. How are you? You're so kind. I'm doing well. How are you? Are you feeling better? I am feeling better. I was a little under the weather and uh, felt down for the count, but I'm back up. Good, good. I'm glad you're back up. I heard that you had a little bit of a sore throat, and you know those are illegal in 2022. Absolutely. Couldn't set foot in here. <laughs> it's, it's against the rules. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't have any bad thoughts. All that, all that stuff is going well. I'm glad you're back. Uh, good to see you and all that stuff. Um, I'm in a decent place this week, I guess. That's you know? good to hear. Right? I think I'll take decent sometimes. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's always something that needs to be done that I don't want to do, though. Yeah, I know that feeling. Like, constantly. Like, it's always going to be there, though. I feel like there's always going to be something that needs to be done. I'm never going to be undefeated and be like, I got everything done today. There's always going to be mm-hmm. something else that needs to be done every day. And, and if, I always don't want to do it. I just don't want to do stuff. Is that bad? I think it's bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's one thing when you have, like, ten things you got to do in a day and, like, Nine of them are great. You look forward to doing them, or you just don't mind, and then you've just got that one thing you leave for last, and you're like, eh. I'm more of like a one chore a day. Like, <laughs> if you got one thing that you need done today, I'm going to get that done. But I've been do- I'm trying to do better with that and trying to do more of those. But, like, it's just not something I, I have friends that are just animals when it comes to getting stuff done around the house or whatever, or around their place. Mm-hmm. And I get just animals as far as chores and stuff, and the, not chores, but like doing projects. I don't have that project gene in me. I just, I, once I start one, I can get it done. It'll just take a little bit longer than most people, but I don't have that gene of like I want to do a project today. I'm with you. I'm. I think we've talked about this. We're just we're not lazy. We're just. Mm. Is there more of us? Is there more people uh, like us out there that, that we need to gather on this podcast to just like yeah. don't? We, can we admit that we don't want to do projects for Facebook and yeah. look what I did? Had I'm so bored with my relationship that I had to build a moat in my backyard. <laughs> In order to look outside and go, all right, everything's okay today. The kids aren't being terrorists or anything like that. I mean, it's. <laughs> I just. I hope that's not the reason that they're doing it. But I was trying to be funny. But um, I just don't have that gene, and I'm. I'm kind of okay with it. I think there's more people like that. I'll do a project here and there, but I just don't wake up in the morning and go like, all right, what am I doing? Right. That's so what am it, I gonna change today? It has to today? be worth my while, like truly worth my while. And I feel like those people that we're discussing are very ambitious. Yeah, I have. Uh, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of ambi- more ambitious people. I guess I have ambitions in certain directions, but yeah. it's not with building things and putting together projects. But if it needs to, be, I think it's gets to the point where it's like, if this doesn't get done, I'm gonna get in trouble. Then I'll get it done. Oh yeah, procrastination at its finest. I'm. Uh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm a professional at that. I've been doing it, <laughs> doing it for years. There's my accent of the day. Um, <laughs> I was scrolling through my phone, and uh, what happens when you're scrolling through your phone is like it just pummeled with like death stuff, oh, and shit. it's all it is. It's all it's all every day. Is we get all that stuff, and who died, and who's who's sick, and, and it's not fun, and all that stuff. But I came across like what premature death is considered under the age of seventy-five. Hmm. I was way off. That's interesting. I mean, I and then the whole the whole article was about how it's like forty percent of your choices are the reason that you <laughs> for. Are the reason that you live or die in your seventies, and I was like, forty percent—that's it. I mean, but I thought uh, 
that's not even including your physical health. No, that's that's, that's what all mental. Yeah, they, they talk <laughs> about some of the genetic stuff in it, but these are just the choices that you, I'm a very existentialist view of like stuff of like your choices define how you are and how you end up and where you end up and all that stuff, which yeah. makes it hard sometimes. And then you can get a little bit more depressed when you realize it's your choices that are the reason everything right. around you isn't good. But I thought it would be way more than forty percent. I thought it's like eighty percent of your choices would de- decide whether or not you're. You know, live into your eighties. Yeah, maybe twenty percent genetics. I would have guessed like I would. I thought I think it's a little more genetic. I thought it was like I would have guessed sixty. Well, then you're all over it then, because yeah. then it's sixty 65. forty. I guess there's always that old, old woman that lives to be one hundred and ten. They ask her how she did, it, and she's like ninety seven Dr. Peppers. Right, five packs of cigarettes a day. Never going down <laughs> on a man and all that stuff. <laughs> I love that. And so, but there's no there's no formula to it. But I guess I was just off on that. You're better wrapped around the numbers than I am. I thought maybe my my health choices and that I'm doing now and pummeling my liver every mm-hmm. Sunday is going to affect me if I ever make it to my 70s, for sure. Are there people that don't think like that? They're like, hey, you know, my I could do whatever I want in my 40s. I'm still going to be here till I'm 90. Yeah, I don't know about that. That'd be arrogant. Yeah, that's a little promiscuous in that way. <laughs> I guess you could, yeah. <laughs> promiscuous with the future. Yeah. So... Um, it's I don't know what, what weather it is where we're listening to this now, but it is, it is hoodie, almost hoodie season for me, which is my fa- favorite time of the year. It's almost cuffing season, but for bros. Love I love hoodie season, but you know what I love more than hoodie season? What? Sweater weather. You like sweater weather? I love sweater weather. Isn't that, isn't that an SNL thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't steal that from them. They crushed it. <laughs> they did. But they, I, you, so I don't really do sweaters. I do hoodies. It's all I, as soon as it, I, Sometimes I get caught in it. And they're like, are you in a hoodie? It's 90 degrees out. I'm just like, I'm just trying to go sweating, bro. I wore my sweatshirt the other day or two days ago when I came in here. And I mean, I'm early but, every but, year. But I came in early, so it was like not as hot. It was going to be like the peak of the day, you know? It was, I don't know, maybe like... 65 in the morning and then it got to 80 in the day so then i got hot but i still wore it do you check your the weather for your wardrobe i do sometimes if i wake up and it looks like something's going on out there or i just like have a vibe i'm like you know what it looks like it's gonna rain or it just might be overly hot then i'll check it because i could just swipe left on my phone it's right there like i don't have a weather app and like look it up and type oh, okay. in my area well, code and yeah. do all that stuff but well i do it just for hoodies so i can see whether or not <laughs> i look paranoid or crazy if i'm wearing one and it's too hot or if it's it's not an it's at least enough to get you through somewhat of the cold so yeah. if it's cold but yeah i, I just want to know that i don't look weird wearing one because i wear one every day i'm not mad at that <laughs> i just need i need to get a, a couple new ones in my regime because mm-hmm. I don't even have enough clothes right now for Instagram to follow me around for a week. Oh, gosh. If I could have all these people that do all these wardrobe changes online and they just got new clothes. Are they renting this? Is this are they just buying clothes for the next post? Most likely. Outfit of the day. <laughs> outfit of the day? <laughs> I can't O-O-T-D. pull that off. Okay, it's the same sweatpants and a different shirt is the outfit of the day. I, like I just it. like good comfort. I'm pure comfort guy. Ain't nothing wrong with being That's why cozy. I don't like projects. That's why I like hoodies. We're talking about comfort today. Maybe that's what we're getting at. I don't know. Yes. I'm just trying to stir up some new ideas, you know? And sometimes when I try and stir up some new ideas, I turn to maybe, like, extracurricular activities too much as far as, like, maybe if I have another beverage today, I can think of something. Or maybe if I, you know, get a little bit of a gummy in me. Whatever you're into to try and mm-hmm. stir up new ideas. But I'm just trying to think about some new stuff lately, and I'm struggling with it a little bit. It takes time, you know? Yeah, it doesn't Don't come to me in, in, a, like, in a formulated pattern or anything like that. It's just every now and then I'm like, okay, this would be cool to talk about. Like, how many conversations do you think you would have in a lifetime, and how many of them you think were unique? Probably a lot. Yeah, I think I mean, I don't be plan. A lot. I don't plan out a lot of my 
a lot of my stuff though. So that's that's my opinion. I think my goal in the conversation is trying to make it unique. Like when people start doing the generic things in the beginning of a conversation, I think I talked about last week with Brian, but like the first couple sentences are the same. How are you? And I'm fine. How are you? And mm-hmm. but when you start to have like a real conversation with someone, it's actually pretty cool. And then unless you get stuck in one and you're like, man, because you know quickly. <laughs> You know quickly if this is where going to go somewhere where you want to have entertainment, mm-hmm. or it's going to be like oh, I don't know if I should do this. Like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have approached you. Yeah, <laughs> what am I doing with my face right now? Because my insides are are in a different place. If my mouth doesn't say it, my face sure <laughs> yeah. as hell does. Yeah, I try and hide it anymore, but it doesn't work that well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I think I'm been trying to just to get out there more and have some conversations. Maybe get by the get by. Um, I don't know. Maybe talk to some strangers. They say don't talk to strangers when you're a kid, but as an adult, it's kind of like every now and then you just like want to do that. Yeah, it gives you some material sometimes. You know, you never know what people are going to say, especially people that you don't know. So could help be helpful. Yeah, you, yeah, you can kind of if you know them real well, you can kind of do write the conversation yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's weird when you hit off the cuff and meet some new people. But like, there's no like, there's I guess there's no app for friendship. No. Like well, Facebook started out that way, but it's not real like friendship. But it's kind of it started. Well, it's kind of started out as a dude trying to get laid. But yeah, I think there is an app out there, and I'll have to do some research because I was scrolling on TikTok, and it was a, I don't remember I don't know what it was. It might have been like Bumble, but like I guess a different yeah, but for friendship. And then the other person has to say something first. Right. Yeah. Wow. You just like meet up in the city. Well, how do you like decide who girlfriend. has to say something first if it's it's if it's not sex related? I don't know. I, just I wouldn't know how to go about that. Swipe second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. I but think I'm I'd not feel more with, like, awkward doing that though. Like reaching out to a, like a girl that I want to hang out with and go grab drinks. I think I'd feel more awkward and uncomfortable than like just reaching out to a guy. See, to I go mean, have dinner with or something. I don't, I don't. I think it was always been easier for me to just find friend to find a friend for the weekend. As far as that goes, just someone to chill and like, hey, you want to hang out with or keep crushing beers or let's yeah. go this way. Than it was, but I I get your side of it because. I feel like there's you're not alone. <laughs> I'm not definitely not think I don't know if I'm the majority anymore as far as like that goes. But I I, I don't know. Some people and you meet someone and like my, my girlfriend or whatever meet someone and like you want to be friends with them. Yeah, I'd love to. And you're gonna ask them to hang out. Like no, no. never. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I feel more judged. I feel like I'm like on <laughs> be display. more hurt. Is yeah. what it was. Like yeah. it's okay if you don't love me, but you don't like me. Right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> you don't at least like me. I'm. I'm not gonna sit, sit here and be arrogant and think that everyone should love me. But you don't like me a little bit. Right. No, Just a hurts. little bit. Come on. That hurts more than not being loved. <laughs> I agree. I've been. Just I don't I don't think I'm alive anymore if I'm not pacing on my phone, not doing, not accomplishing something. I've been pacing so much lately; it gets me in trouble. I'm around the house, and you put on some socks. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like uh, you hear my feet tapping around, huh? Yeah, they're squeaking <laughs> and making noises on the hardwood floor and all that stuff. And like if I was in an apartment and someone lived below me, they'd probably be like ready to end me. But I could just I just I don't know. It's just my go-to move. It makes me. It does comfort me a little bit. It's weird that some, something like that can be so comfortable for someone and yet so uncomfortable for, for the people another. around you. <laughs> Everybody around you is like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "This is calming me down." Right. This is how I work. Okay. This is the process. Yeah. This is. <laughs> I just keep calling everything the process, like they do in the Bachelorette, which <laughs> I, I can't believe that I actually watch. They always say process, and we just call it shit show. Are you telling me you watched it this year? I had this one was the worst one. I don't Did know you really watch? I've seen. Yeah, I, I get just stuck got so watching excited. it. I, 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 even when I had roommates. And I had a roommate that was a girl, and she loved to watch it with me because I'm I'm pretty good at roasting them during it. Yeah, I don't remember everything I say, but like during it with a few, I have to be a little 
little bit intoxicated mm-hmm. to even put up with half the stuff that they do on that show. But it's yeah, I I am forced to almost like the patient watch it. Yeah, I was this this season pissed me off this year. It was weird. It was weird. I mean, they had two bachelorettes, so I mean that was already throwing it off the course. But just the way it ended up, I. I like it. Uh, like, there's like, like a few moments during it. Well, I can't believe we're actually talking about this <laughs> in the podcast. This I'm is, really excited. I know. I can't. I don't know. Hopefully, everyone <laughs> else is. Some people just are like, really? Dude, I don't follow you for this. You got <laughs> like, to keep people on their toes, Todd. <laughs> I try okay? to. It's just, I'm, I'm well rounded. I just can't believe we're actually talking about I, mean, I have a bachelorette podcast. Yeah. But no, I there's moments when they, when they all get drunk and say dumb stuff that I love it. And then I like it when people get hurt over. Like I, I don't know, I like hurt, hurt. Like I like it when they get really upset and you know, they're crying in the car on the way back. Yeah, and the, and honestly, over nothing. Over nothing. Yeah, because it's like you've known this girl for eight weeks, maybe. At yeah, when most. you start doing the time on it, and then you compare that to the regular world, yeah. and you're like, oh my god. You're like, okay, like you feel bad in the moment, like oh, they're so sad, but it's like, eh, are you really? It's so much different when we get back to our regular lives, exactly. not getting picked up by helicopters and flown over the mm-hmm. mountaintops and told to every sweet nothings with no financial responsibility whatsoever, other than the show taking care of everything. And then, yeah. then you feel like it gets tough. Yeah. Come on, join it. Come on here with the rest of us and do a relationship and go to a brewery where it's out of control. Right. And try and keep it together on a Thursday. Go to a concert, a show. They're, yeah. Get there on time. Park it. Park the car in the right spot. Not fight each other by the time you get in there. Like, yeah. You know, all that fun stuff. They're and like, then have a great time at the concert. Exactly. While they're making cheese in Belgium and having dinner <laughs> under the Eiffel Tower and handing out roses all that and good cocktails. Stuff. Yeah. And having weird. Makeout sessions with like seven people at, at a same night. Same day, same date. No big deal. <laughs> Not that it hasn't been done before, but I mean, come on, on national television, it's fine. It's just, I yeah, I've been forced to watch it over the years, and it's it's fun to roast them every now and then. The one dude looked like Quagmire, so <sighs> from Family Guy. Which one? The dude that made it to the end. Tino. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like Quagmire. That's exactly hilarious. Like Someone else said I saw a meme. They said he looked like Justin Trudeau, but but people compare Quagmire to Justin Trudeau, so that makes sense. Yeah, it was funny. I <laughs> kept I kept trying to almost tweet it, and then I just didn't want people to know I watched The Bachelorette, right. and then now it's all over my podcast. So here we go. Here we go. I'm 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 in there <laughs> indirectly. Not you might have it. found a new fan base. Yeah, we reach thing. out and get some new people involved. <laughs> yeah. Turn this thing around into a nice little bachelorette <laughs> recap podcast. Go There's live. So many of them. I feel like we can go Instagram live when we, from the finale. It'll Hell be so yeah. much fun. Hell yeah. I can, I, but I mean, I, just, I don't write down what I say about them and roast them and anything like that. But just like a live speed, I do a pretty good job. It's fun. I like it. You see, you just need to record yourself while you're watching and then just go back and watch it and just pick out the good tidbits. Just clip it up for online. Yeah. I think everything needs to be recorded now if you want to do something, right? Yeah. I feel that way today. I was like, I was like karaoke in my car. I was like, this would be good. (laughs) Just got a camera following me around all the time and then edit it all up. And then like, this is my life. Is this when you want to follow this? This is pretty cool. Right. Show them the highlights, right? Yeah. And I'm curious to watch it because I want to know if I'm interesting, you know? (laughs) <laughs> it's not even other people. I'm just like, I want to see if I'm good. <laughs> we want reinforcement that we are interesting, though. Yeah. We can only get here so many times, and then I was like, am I not interesting anymore? Right. Was I, I th- ever? Was I Was I ever? Was it all in my head? <laughs> I can get real deep on a, on a Wednesday. But, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a show that I watch, and if it comes up in conversation, I can keep up with it. And I know, I, and so, like, we did. We talked about it. We did it on the podcast. We talked about The Bachelorette. So check that off your bingo card. Check. If you have that and you have a bingo, please email us at. <laughs> no. 
the relationship stuff does intrigue me because I get intrigued with relationships in general. And that's a lot of being in one is talking about a lot of other people's relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing you can do as a couple is if you can go hang out with a slightly worse couple, then you can, some people do that all the time. They keep one couple around for, they can hang out with every three or four months, invite over for game night, watch them flip out over Monopoly and be like, look how much better we're doing. Yep. And just, did you hear about Jessica and John? At least we're not yeah. doing with like going through what they're going through. We're way right. better than that. But we're, but we still have our own stuff. We're just denying it and looking and trying to parallel it with other people's stuff that we know about. Well, yeah, it makes your shit that you go through easier when you see everybody else going through something different, if not worse. It does. It does. It's one way to do it. I don't know if that's a good thing. But no, <laughs> it's true. Be honest. It's true. <laughs> It's, but what we do, we analyze it, and then if they're not in the same season of Game, Game of Thrones as you, then you can't hang out with them until they catch up. All that good stuff. Yes. Whatever season of show that you're in as a couple and groups and all that stuff and hanging out. And I need to, we need to get out there more and do some. I need to get out there some more and do some more stuff and meet some people and hang out with some people I haven't seen in a while too and and all that stuff. I just feel like there's I just stuff that needs to get done and I'm not and it's not my social stuff needs to be way more fun. Yeah. I need to find some cookout time. I feel like the social stuff for me, too, just kind of falls on the back burner. I mean, I just don't prioritize it like I used to. And It's again, definitely easier to not make plans. Yeah, it is. I mean, so. it's much easier to chill on your couch and Netflix and chill and make some food, get some wine. I'd Like, I'd rather drink wine at my house than go out and have dinner and drink wine. See, but I used to be, a, I wanted to go out all the time, and now it's just, I don't know, we talked about it a little bit last week, when and, and, and going out and stuff like that, and we talked about cruises and like, trips and things that we wouldn't want to do, or how we <laughs> wouldn't want to do it. Me and Brian real got real deep on that. But, like, um, I just, I want I want to, to be a little bit more of, of hanging out with people again, but it's just, then I do it, and then I go, man, you know, maybe being forced not to be allowed to do this was okay for a little bit. Yeah, like sometimes I don't always make the best choices with social environments, but you can get out of it pretty easy now with Uber and stuff and, and all that and oh, driving yeah. around and you can just hop in your car and go home and, and, yeah. and it's fine. But it's navigating it and, and letting people down or whatever, or trying to be entertaining while you're hanging out with them and mm -hmm. deciding what level of entertainment that you want to be <laughs> that night. How entertaining do I want to be for these for these, these people that I'm hanging out with right now? Right, like what's a, between a one and ten? Am I am I a five and up? Am I a five and under? Am I just letting them kind of take the control? Or right, let me know before I open the door and they go, "Hey, how you been?" And then you're like, "I'm here to crush it." I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm here to shotgun beers, or am I here to sip bourbon? Yeah, that, there's and that's a difference. There's a difference there. It's a different environment, mm -hmm. different mood. Absolutely. Different prescription. <laughs> I uh, applauded myself this this week. I was like, sometimes you just sit back and just uh, and give yourself a congratulations for not quite panicking, for not quite losing it. I, was I just think like, that's well deserved. Yes, right. Like you should congratulate yourself. Give yourself a little bit of a reward, a treat, whatever you're into as far as treating yourself goes, for the fact that you didn't lose it that mm -hmm. day or that week. Because I've been in pure panic before. That's why the name of the, part of the reason the name of the podcast is here. And then I've been I've I've generally panicked before for certain situations. But as things are adding up right now, and I'm trying to keep it under control, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give myself a little bit of a pat on the back here for not losing it. Yeah. Or even if you do lose it, you Get might it not have lost it as bad as you thought you did. You or know? as bad as I used to, or yeah. bad as I would have when a younger me in this situation. All that stuff. But you got to sometimes you got to get yourself look at yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, I'm not. This is a crazy situation, or this is a lot right now. Mm -hmm. It's okay to tell yourself it's a lot right now every now and then. 
I mean, it's not, I mean, it's a lot, a lot of the time. But I mean, to sit there and go, all right, I'm going through a lot. That's why we call people up. That's why we hit people up. That's why we look for like mm-hmm. a conversation just for someone to let us know if we're going through a lot or if we're just being like exaggerating and it's not that much and you're just being a little bit out of control. Yeah, that reassurance is is definitely nice to hear because most of the time we are in our head or we do feel a little paranoid and it's like, man, you're you're fine. Like I didn't even notice or. I noticed, but I think you're being a little too self-critical of yourself, you know? Yeah, you need backup. Yeah. So that's why we keep people. That's why there's group texting out there. That's why there's fantasy football and things like that that bring people together and bring people apart. I can't believe that, that that's that's a whole industry in its own. We won't need to talk about that. But there's <laughs> reasons to bring people together to get backup for how you're doing in life, you know? Yeah. And so that you got to have some people to call with that. And if you don't, you know, make sure you've... Uh, to get a hold of somebody or find someone to talk to about it because every now and then you need to know that you're if you're going through a lot that you are otherwise you just feel like man i'm just overwhelmed yeah and you just kind of feel alone and just like as soon as you talk to even one person that can just reassure you or just can relate in the littlest ways it makes a world of difference it's huge yeah it truly does and so that's why a phone call that's why i faced i facetimed actually my my i don't do that very often i don't know where you're at on facetiming people not a big facetimer no i don't do it very much either but it was like i wanted to see into my the because I got my brother's got kids, my friends have kids. Sometimes I like to see how you know, how they're in it, where they're at right then. Yeah. Like I'm doing nothing right now. There's not like kids around. I got a dog to take care of. Everything's everything's good there. But um, I want to see what they're if they're in the thick of it, what they're <laughs> doing. The and I hit up my brother, and they were they were doing like he was my nephew was racing a go go kart. So that was pretty cool. It's nice. just because I feel like I'm sometimes I get caught in a different spot, and then I call back home and remember from from Ohio originally. And we're out in the country okay. in Ohio, also like Midwestern country stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I call back there, it just was very refreshing. And it was good to see him and good to see everybody. And it doesn't last very long. My brother on the phone's like five minutes. He's like, all right, buddy, I'll let you go every time. <laughs> like, dude, we only been talking for four minutes. You can have a little bit of silence, but he can't do it. <sighs> so like, we can go five more minutes. Yeah, can we at least cool. make it 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Can I talk to you for a little bit? I don't know if I'm going to be back for Thanksgiving or not. But like... Um, it was it was cool, and then I and my buddy sometimes FaceTimes me too when we're hammered. But I do the, the phone, the camera work that I do when I'm not when I'm <laughs> drinking isn't as good as when I'm sober. Me and hold the phone up higher, make myself look good for the FaceTime. I always look ridiculously terrible. Oh gosh, I always lay on the couch and just kind of like hold it up over my head, like so that it's easier. Because if I'm laying, I lay on the couch a lot, and I've nice. come to notice that. Me too. I'm a I'm a couch I'm a couch layer. I don't sit on the couch. I lay on the couch. Like I lay in bed, so if somebody FaceTimes me and I'm laying on the couch, it's hard to like sit, lay on the couch and just hold your arm out like out. So I could like lay on my back and then put it up, and then it, I'll do it for like two minutes just to get a little FaceTime, and then I'll literally set my phone down, and you can still talk to me, but you're not going to see my face anymore because I'm I don't have the time or patience to just hold my phone in front of my face for that yeah, long. Yeah, it's just like speakerphone, but you're staring at a wall instead. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we could do we could have done this on speakerphone, but we're FaceTiming. <laughs> exactly. And I couch crashed so much doing comedy there for a while that sometimes I sleep better on the couch. It's kind of crazy. I'm the some, same way. Some people way. look at me like I'm insane when I say that, but I mean I don't I don't can't roll over all over the place. I can just lay in one spot and be forced not to move and actually be forced to relax. Yeah. And then throw something on TV or baseball or catch up on some sports and then and then crash out a little bit. But right. Some people look at me when I'm crazy like you don't sleep better on the couch than a nice bed. I'm like. Sometimes. Sometimes. And I find that if I have to wake up early the next day, I will get up easier if I'm if I fell asleep on the couch. 
opposed to being in my bed. Like, it's, it's harder to get out of bed than it is to get up off your couch. Yeah, this is true. You know? Sometimes. Mostly. Some, most mostly of the time, I that's, feel like. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Give you that round. 10-8. Thank you. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> but I'm just trying to get on a good schedule, you know? I got some stuff that needs to get done in the next couple of days. That's all on my calendar. I really don't want to do it, but I got to get it done. I, um... um do you know, there's one of my, I guess, there's a controversial thing coming out. I'm going to talk about one of my idols here for a little bit. Uh, they're bringing a book out, and he, he doesn't know about this. He never really planned on it. You know what Anthony Bourdain is? Yeah. Okay, so you know Bourdain. Yeah. Well, the, the book is coming, is a book coming oh. out. Oh. Um, but, like, in his ex, with, with all that mess that happened with her at the very end of it, and mm. she supports it, and his brother says it's, well, a lot of stuff's wrong in it and tried to stop it from happening. But the wife supports it? Not the new, well, the last girl that he was oh, with. Oh, see, mm, I see. The one that kind of blew everything up and uh, emotionally yeah. for him and all that stuff towards him. Like they, she shared the final text messages uh, that that's in there and all that stuff. And I was like, how much of this stuff? Because I I bought I went to the the documentary and it was the first time I've ever like really cried. Other than like if I had seen Lion King in the theater as a kid, <laughs> which I don't think I did. But man, I was I was emotional, and I was like in public, just right, just <laughs> raw like, feelings. This like, is like an at-home 3 a.m. type of thing when you're by yourself when nobody's around and you fall apart for a few seconds. But mm. this is not a public. I shouldn't. I'm a grown man. I shouldn't be looking like this. But it got me real good. And now, like, I'm gonna decide if I'm gonna read the book or not. But um, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to. Sometimes it's hard. I mean, with a lot of celebrities that have a demise and there are certain like usually the last people in their lives it's questionable if you believe if you believe them and especially if there's other family members you know that are obviously were closer and with him in life and if they if they kind of feel off about it then it, do, it is it is makes you feel a little weary about it but then again you're a fan so it's like you kind of do want to read it you know yeah i mean i already know it's not going to change anything about my opinions of right. anything like that it's just more information as far as then you decide which information is good and all mm -hmm. that stuff which ones you want to believe the most does it tie into what you how you believed he was a person anyway or what your interaction was with him because i mean i was a huge fan i was watching it i was watching the show that night and then i woke up in the morning and found out that he wasn't around anymore wow um so that was kind of crazy uh, to happen too. But he's just one of those people that you know. I don't know how much more I need to know about if, yeah. about it, about the whole thing. Um, but um, and I'm just trying to decide. And I don't read very much anyway. So maybe it's just me trying to cop out about reading. But <laughs> I'll go watch the documentary again. But it's just something that when I would just kind of think about maybe what not not that I'm a big enough deal or you have a big deal to have your own documentary. But what people if you did have a documentary made about you, what who would say what? Yeah, and what would you want people to know? How close would you be about what you think people would represent mm -hmm. when you're not here? Because um, you know, you know, if the only way to people aren't in a documentary aren't usually around anymore, so they don't get to see it. You know, yeah. Unless there's all these obviously crime documentaries, and now this might be a little bit off date now. But who knows what the next popular show is now? But people are watching the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. And I watched the first episode last night. I'm fresh. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty intense, dude. I felt eerie like i i was watching it, and i was like i don't know and I, I guess it's just because the first episode was so intense it kind of starts at the end and like works its way back a little bit but yeah uh, i don't know how people watch this before bed and then they don't have nightmares or don't go and then they gotta make sweet sweet love to each other after a nice crime wow. horrible such crime a turn on let's go honey yeah this is not for <laughs> me what if what what you're into turns you on but what I'm in, into isn't worth it's the like, pain <laughs> of watching <laughs> right. what you have to go. We have to go through. Yeah. 
And <laughs> some people, maybe it's a thing for them and they get into it. And some people, I just think, watch it and go, this is entertainment, this is TV, this didn't really happen. But you're like, dude, this is... This, this is, is real life. This is, <laughs> they have the same phone calls from stuff and like all yeah. the things that you're watching. Like how... It's always easy to go. How do they get away? How do you get away with this for so long? It's. I mean, I think we talked about this before in serial killers. And yeah, I'm sure we did. Just like the <laughs> times. I mean, it, we have so much technology now. And back then, I mean, and the fact that he got away with like he almost got caught so many little other times and didn't. Like the part where the um, he went to go get more alcohol and he just had a guy laying there passed out like yep. he drugged him already and then he was just like outside Died with the three women in his building and he was 14 and kid. the police just let him go back up in there yeah. i was like are you serious that would never happen today i hope not i i hope not too but i hope not here because that's that was just wild to me it was all wild and then and the acting's great the dude in it's been been good in a lot of different evan stuff. peters is this next i don't know who but he's amazing yeah i don't know how old that Dude, I think he's younger than me, but he's he's been crushing it for a while. A lot of different, a lot of even comedy stuff, and he was funny in and some movies here and there. And he stayed busy, and then this yeah. one is just with the accent and the, the dude just acted confident the whole time, and he just played it off as like we were, were just being, we just played off as they were just being gay. And people were like, "Oh, I'm scared <laughs> yeah. to death." Yep. Oh, I can't go in your and the apartment smells funny. Maybe because it's because there's human remains in there. And he's human like, it's remains pork chops. and blamed it on the tropical fish deaths. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? He had two beta fish in there. And you wonder it's not if, like, if he bad, even promising. used that excuse or like uh, how much of this is accurate. And once again, but like True. it's definitely embell and like embellishing the parts of it that make you go, "This is nuts." And I, I can't. I mean, half the time she'll throw something on there, and I'll just like lay there with my and listen to it and mm -hmm. lay up my eyes closed because I don't want to watch all this horrific stuff. I don't want to go out in the world and dodge horrible events all day. Come back and tuck myself <laughs> into some more horrible shit. Yes, I need some light at the end of the tunnel, especially before yeah. I go to bed. Like, come on. You want to feel calm. You want to feel naive, and then you find out. Making chloroform has over two million views on YouTube. Oh gosh, burning was, things with acid. It's just like don't ask me how I know. I was looking up the spelling, and then I looked at YouTube, and I was like, making it. I'm not, I don't know how to make it or anything like that. <laughs> I hope it's just all like some like five rednecks just can't figure that out. As well as just around <laughs> trying to put together the proper amount of stuff to make chloroform. Otherwise, it's a lot of people trying to watch a video on how to make it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a little. I hope it's just a lot of people that can't figure it out right away, and it's difficult because I don't really want to know, know that two million people have looked up. Try to figure that out. I mean, how many science classes are doing it? I don't know. Can you take that factor out? How, much, how <laughs> freaked out should I be of this number is what I'm trying to wrap my head around. It's astounding, it's to a say lot. the least. It's a lot. It's a lot, way more than I thought I would have ever picked, and I would have not even come close. That would have been like prices right, like $1 versus <laughs> 20 grand because of how far off I was with the numbers. But... Um, yeah, so just these, I would watch crime documentaries and then snuggle in and take a nice nap afterwards. At least you know you're okay. For me, it's like, do we leave a window open? It's all creeping me out. It's not mm. good sleep afterwards. Mm -mm. But I'm sure there'll be another one by the time you know, we air another. They'll be in the, the next. I mean, they're running out of people to to keep doing this for. I don't know. Maybe they still have more. Yeah. I mean, in the documentary of, I mean, I guess this is. I talk too much about documentaries on this thing, but watching too much TV. <laughs> But the one about the evangelist or like the Mormon couple where she, the, the the kids disappeared and they couldn't find the kids for a long time. Oh, they just kept asking her where the kids are. And they just keep going, where are the kids? And they just go, they're um, at Target. They went for so long. I didn't watch like, the documentary. How are losing but their mind? Like, where yeah. are the kids? Yeah, I didn't watch the documentary, but I followed the headlines when that story came out a few years ago and was just 
baffled. Like, what do you, what do you, like, you can't, you just can't explain your kids away like that. I guess the theme is like, but why are people flipping out more between the, between the Dahmer thing and between this thing? Why people, then, then you get the overlap of like, why aren't people flipping out more? And then there's people overreacting on a Facebook group for something very small, like two, two teenagers in a car together yep. and they're flipping out or something like that versus paying attention to the main stuff. And we're letting we're letting serial killers get away with everything. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> That's how it is. Podium rant here. That's how it is. But we need to pay. You need to pay more attention, people. Keep your eyes open. And then when the Peeled. people that try to help, and then like the woman that was like, "I'm just worried that the kid he, that was a child," you know, and the dude's like, "No, mm. this is he's 19. Wasn't isn't drinking age 21 anyway?" And like, what's yep. this? I got underage. They got underage drinking tickets all the time growing up. People did. Yeah, but it was they much were more like, common oh, they're, back then. They're Doing gay stuff, it's weird. We're gonna, we're gonna it's leave. like they want no part of it. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want any part of that. So, and then it smells funny in the apartment, so who knows? And they got photos that they don't want to look at. It was just crazy how all that stuff came together, and the dude just kept getting away with it. And then and then you see the, the, the pictures of him now, or like what he looked like now, and you're like, man, that yep. dude? That guy. Uh, Never would have guessed it. So I'm trying to, c- I got to find more. So we got to balance between sports and crime documentaries. And then and The just, Bachelorette. And I can't believe that I mean, <laughs> you know that. I, once people find that out about me, I feel like their whole opinion goes, oh, my gosh. I never really? would have guessed. I didn't think you would be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 but I do, like, enjoy some aspects of it. But some of the seasons and people aren't. Here's, this is the most juvenile thing you can say is, like, they're not as hot as they used to be on this show. I feel like. I could agree with that. Like I can agree to that. Not as many hot people are doing it, I guess. Yeah. No. <laughs> and we're not allowed to talk about people being... There's going to be a moment where you're not even going to get canceled we're talking about people being hot or not. <laughs> I think that's allowed a little bit. We're not, <laughs> you we're not calling it, you no. ugly. No, no we're I'm just not saying you're not as hot. <laughs> yeah, as... Yes. I don't, it doesn't appear that way. You know, nobody's, nobody's ugly. Right? Trying to be more inclusive these days. It's inclusive. 2022. Everyone's hot. It's 2022. <laughs> everyone's hot now. Exactly. It's all about robots and conversation at this point. AI, AI. Oh, I'm scared. I, techno- I've been fighting technology before we got on here. I've been fight- I, like I had, I tried to my, I tried to do a phone call with just earbuds in, and mm-hmm. I just kept cutting out, and I just felt more and more angry and stupid every time. Did you? Can you? Can you? Did you just get? Is it working? <laughs> I hate uh. it when someone's talking, and I don't know if that's a new thing because I never really noticed it before. But with iPhones, like if I'm talking, especially when I'm in the car, and someone talks like back to me but i was still talking it just cuts out completely like every time or if they're talking and i start to talk i I just miss everything they say and it is very very irritating and having to repeat yourself is so many times like people don't want to do that everyone gets everyone get no one wants to admit it but everyone gets the proper amount of fired up of saying like do i really have to say this exactly the same is this a movie take do i have to do this the same way eight times in a row but mm-hmm, and then so me. like they have a phone call and then to say something and then call them back and then you start up the conversation in the same spot again and again and again. Yeah, it was it was just like maybe want to throw the ear and then the earbuds would cut out and I'm like, come on, people are I got to be better at this than me. There's dudes Bluetooth and way back in the day <laughs> with the one thing in their ear. At least yeah. they were pretended like they were cool or whatever. Yeah, I I just I don't have the patience for it. No, I think I'm like I'm, you know what I'll send you a voice note. <laughs> like, you trust that too? See, I can't even do that. I'm like, <laughs> I, well, it's not going to say it right. But I mean, I'll save notes for all as far as like bits or ideas mm-hmm. for the podcast or something like that. I'll save a note and and I'll say it. Or if I'm driving, definitely. But like otherwise, I'm just typing ideas down. Yeah, I agree with that. I've, I have like a hundred notes in my notes app on my phone. I got a bunch of stuff that should be material that's not material yet. I mean, did some shows last week. I'm hoping to add some more to the calendar. I'm thinking about putting together something a little bit more 
Um, this I might go on the road again. I don't know. We'll see here real quick. But um, they were all different. I did one new material night, which I where I trying to do a new material at the at the club, mm-hmm. and I kind of bailed a little bit on some stuff that I've been working on, and I didn't finish it off as strong because it wasn't going as well. So mm-hmm. I really didn't like my approach because you can get away with it. You can go up there and act like it's new or it's it's something that I've been adjusting and things like that. And then I take that and I did a show and and. In the Greenville, and uh, for picked up a show last minute to help help someone out who couldn't go, and I I was off, so I did it, and it was a disaster. Oh, not for not for the, the comedy, not, not for me. Like the sh- I still did forty, did my forty five minutes, but it was like people had started in there, paid five bucks, and then by the time I got up there, they'd all left, down to like two tables in a barbecue place. Forty five minutes is a long time to keep the crowd going, though. When so there's no crowd, yeah, goodness <laughs> gracious, there was like three, t- it was like two tables. So forty five minutes is a long time if you got an arena. You yeah, know? I mean, you can stretch stretch it out a little bit more. I mean, you can't really do like make fun of people in an arena. I don't know. I haven't done any of them. I've done a couple thousands like the most I've ever performed in front of. But then 45 minutes in front of 12 people what doing dude had his sandals off and put his <laughs> feet up on the like his bare feet on the chair beside him. And I was like trying to make fun of him. And he was just getting mad. Oh, God. He said something about my mom. I'm like, Wait, oh, what no. year is it? Like, are you the comic? The are you the comic or am I? He's like, talk to your mom or something like that. I was like, we're still doing your mom jokes in 2022. Like, this is 93. So it must have been all he had in his pocket to work with. Uh, it was almost like to the point where it was like going to get like not funny and just like me just talking back and forth to this dude. So I bailed on it, and then some lady came in late and was like, "Can you talk about this guy's feet that are hanging out?" <laughs> I was like, "I already like, did." You missed it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I only got That's seven funny. minutes left That's in this con- in this contract, so. <laughs> And but it's still it's always good to do shows even when they're terrible. But then it, it really it, I mean it is because it's good for me to work it out. It's good for me to see where I'm doing. It's good for me to bounce back from that stuff, and uh, I can kind of put it in a suitcase and go wherever where there's 12 people and just post up. But the the Cuban burger was good. Sometimes the best thing mm. about doing shows is the food that you get. Cuban burger. What were the what were the dressings on that thing i don't remember what kind of sauce was on it i should have remembered but it was just like pulled pork and burger and a burger with mm. cheese and and um it was so it was like and it was on like a, a different type of bun not texas toast but it was like a different type of bun and mm. the thing was delicious so like i'm a big sandwich guy or burger i love sandwiches and not no one, everyone knows that i love sandwiches not everyone knows i watch the bachelorette but <laughs> um we even were going to do like a March Madness sandwich bracket. One of my buddies came up with this great list of like all these sandwiches and we seeded them from like 1 to 16. Ooh. I, want, I wonder if I had it saved anywhere because I should have saved it because he came up with this whole bracket and we were going to do it and I was going to do it on Twitter and then and then it was during the quarantine and stuff and I was like, well, we'll try and just do this March Madness sandwich bracket and see if people vote. But then I was like, no one's going to care about this. I'm interested. <laughs> so I maybe we'll bring it back. Sammy, Sammy's. Because he's he's one of those dudes that's so type it's so good at being type A and getting stuff done that he might be able to do it again or he might just be mad that I didn't do it the first time I can't tell. Well, it sounds like you all are a good pair. It sounds like you equal each other out. <laughs> it's friendship, right? Yeah. We talked about this already. Yeah, I got a good support group. We talked about having surround people like that. I like people that are different than me. They don't all have to be like, you know. We have all different types of personalities. Some people are stronger at this. Some people are stronger at that. A lot yeah, of, a lot of dudes have all the answers. I I definitely admit that I don't. But um, uh, it's good to be around people that have more answers than you. <laughs> yeah, balances so. you balances you out. 
Try to. We're just trying to. We're trying. That's what we're trying to do in this podcast is find balance with the with meaningful stuff, right? We're trying to find. Mm-hmm. We're trying to just navigate the bullshit, and most of it's caused by me. So, <laughs> <laughs> navigating your own along with the world stuff and just how we view stuff and like, getting through stuff and like I said, making sure that you have people around you you can talk to when you need to. Um, we're talking and we're having fun on the podcast, and you're listening, and I appreciate y'all listening. But make sure you have someone out there that listens to you too. That's why my album's called Nobody Listens to Me. It's fantastic. You can pick it up on iTunes now. It's, it's good. I listen. I don't know if we talked about that yet, but I, I listened to it again recently after years of not listening to it, and yeah. it, it wasn't bad, man. After years of not listening to your own stuff, and then you put it back in there, and you're like, I was getting good laughs at this point. I can see why I did that. So I, I would make a different choice now. Right. Or I wrote it differently, or I changed it differently now, but this is what it was at the time. You know. Not too shabby. Did good. It's it's nice to look back at I mean, I can't relate with the comedy stuff, but just things that you've done in the past and you're like, you know what? I thought I was I thought I was in a bad place then, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, or a paper that you wrote, or even yeah. even if you just look back at the text you sent a couple right. days before, you're like, Hey, I spelled everything right. Look at me. Um but it's good to yeah, it is that good feeling to look back and go, I mean, I can see why it probably didn't take it take off to the point where it's but maybe it will, you know, if something else takes off and people find it. I just don't think a lot of people have found it yet. And the ones that have, you know, some people like it. Mm-hmm. Um uh but um it's about time to do another one. But I need to work on some stuff too. So um yeah, I just gotta get it together a little bit. And I'm just like enjoying doing the podcast with you and all that fun stuff and we've made it to several episodes now. I appreciate everybody listening and all that good things and hopefully it's still hoodie season out there. I uh um I'm sure it will be. It's good. It's almost it's all gonna year be for like me. like peat coat <laughs> season by the time this one hits. I know. I'll still <laughs> be wearing hoodies in the winter, but I'll wear I'll wear a coat over my hoodie and then oh, yeah. double up. Yeah. I'm gonna do a whole podcast just on hoodies. I like it. Brands uh, materials, all types of you different. You can get things. real deep. That's how they did it with the sandwich bracket too. It was it was a great matchup. Maybe I'll talk to them again. I can't believe I didn't do that the first time. I should have just went with it and gone and done it and see saw what happened and see if people liked it because it was so the sandwich bracket was so well put together. But Barstool does that stuff all the time. But it's it's and they're just they just got a lot of people to follow them so they can get mm-hmm. a lot of yeah a lot, a lot of, of traction yeah a lot of traction on it. And then, um, We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, coming for the top. Well, another good one. Uh, that was fun. I rambled a little bit about stuff, and now everyone found out that I watched The Bachelorette. So you told on yourself. I did, but I'm, I actually feel better now that people know. Uh, it's one of those things. Like maybe I was like smoking cigarettes, so I feel guilty about it. But I have my reasons for watching it and then judging and 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 all that stuff. But it, and it's we call it. I mean, I call it garbage TV anyway. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna watch some garbage tonight. Every now and then you just want to watch some, some trashy TV. And trashy I, I, we TV. talk about The Bachelorette, but I mean, I can say this and with full confidence, and I'll get roasted wherever you want, but Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite. That premieres tonight. <laughs> we're away. Well, the tonight, the, the, now that we're recording this, it comes out tonight. So we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about some in the future. But um, I like they get after it on an island. It's a beautiful view. So the background's great and all that fun stuff. But I can't believe as a dude that loves to talk about sports and everything else, we got into <laughs> this aspect of my personality. But I do enjoy the watching the relationships, navig- people navigate them and falling apart and all this stuff. And I feel bad for people sometimes. But sometimes you just like, you brought this on yourself. Yep here and you got to accept it so now that everybody knows that and that's how that's out there for everyone to know about me and what i watch on tv (laughs) sometimes this has been fun it was a good one and and anything that i missed probably a lot but we 
we'll talk pick about it up more. next time. We'll pick it up next time. Appreciate you listening. You always send feedback and the topics and stuff like that. Don't roast me too hard on the fact that I watched The Bachelorette. <laughs> I appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. Cheers. Thanks again.